We are back. This is part two. We are still talking about Mercury Retrograde. We are still chatting with Valerie. And this particular episode was unexpected. Yeah, we just, our conversation with Valerie continued. We were so intrigued and just kept asking her more and more. And our conversation continued and there was a lot of insight that she gave us that we felt we, that we really wanted to share. We did, yeah, yeah. Um, and so this episode is really looks at like that intersection of astrology and health in our own life, actually, and also in the world as it relates to the pandemic. Yes, we asked her specifically about COVID and if there were any signs of it occurring or just how that how it may relate to astrology exactly and you actually shared some really personal stuff at one point yes I shared some like you said personal stuff that's been going on for about two years now with Valerie and she gave me some amazing insight into that that related to me but I wanted to share it because I feel like it doesn't just apply to me Yes. And it really, you know, if anything, it kind of possibly gave me a little logic to make sense of all that's been going on. And, you know, that, that the kind of helped part. copes. Exactly. Help you with your coping. Exactly. And that logic and, and validation almost. Um, Validation's a good word. Yeah. It, I really love that word. I learned that word in therapy, actually. <laughs> um, but that, that logic and validation very much could apply to other people people like could apply to listeners and they could be like oh oh okay yeah so again it was an an unexpected transition in the interview but it was really insightful Valerie has amazing energy and we are really really excited to put this one out there now that said if you have not listened to part one put part two in your queue and go back and listen to part one because she really focuses on what Mercury retrograde is. It is not all doomsday no. bad. What we need to do with it. Like I have a whole new perspective on, on Mercury retrograde now. Yeah. You even said in part one that you were looking forward well, to Mercury yeah. retrograde. I, I don't know. So anyway, let's, let's dive in. Let's go. I have another health question since you, we talked about hormones a little, but just how it affects overall health. And I'm asking primarily because I have two, my two children both have an autoimmune disorder. And it's kind of a constant battle keeping it at bay and trying to avoid flare-ups. So since hormones could change, should I be even, I mean, I'm always on high alert lately, you know, just watching. Should I be on even higher alert or am I th- overthinking this? So firstly, I don't want to, you know, make the statement that hormones do change, right? Because I, that's something that I feel has happened. For me, I feel that it has affected the punctuality of my menstrual cycle. <laughs> right. Timing. I can't, right. I, I can't necessarily speak in that um, realm to that, you know, of, of, of hormones specifically and, and really say, yes, it does change. Cause I, that's not my expertise. However, one, I, I, to be honest, the first thing that came to me when you said that was, and as a mom, women are, are so intuitive and mothers are especially intuitive with their children. If anything, 
I feel like you may gain insight, especially if you do that with intention. If you use this time being a Libra, it's retrograding in your sign and you ask the universe to give you a sign. And it's interesting because I feel like it's so um, cliche to hear that, oh, ask the universe for a sign or pray to your ancestors. But it's like, do we really do it? And when we do actually ask for that sign, the universe shows it to you. So I feel like really taking a second to reflect on how you can, you know, better the situation or if there's something that could help. And I feel like you will get that intuitive hit. That's just my opinion. That's the first thing that came to mind while speaking to you. Um, but because I don't necessarily, when I don't know their chart, I would, you know, I'd love to see where Libra is and where it would retrograde because it would kind of give you some context, right? But I think that you being a Libra, you're going to tune into a different realm of your mind. You're going you're gonna to go inward. It's going to be more spiritually based. And I use that word because it's like an insight that comes from somewhere else. Tune into that because I feel like you may get clarity on something. I don't know if that answers your question. And I'm definitely going to make an appointment with you afterwards. Um, oh, my, I'm so but, but just to give you a little insight, I have kind of like you, I mentioned your path unfolding. I have very much felt like I am on a path, a journey over the past two years where their health stuff and my career have really, without me even realizing it, Merged. Collide, merged. And I, I don't know where it is going or what I'm supposed to do with it, but I very much feel it is going somewhere. So do I need to ask the universe next week <laughs> where we're going? <laughs> so I'm really glad that you brought this up because I think that, and again, and it sound, may sound like, you guys love the vibes and it may sound like I'm here being all fluffy, but I mean what I say. I think that you are already very self-aware. And I think that if you're, you wouldn't be self-aware, you wouldn't realize how all these things were happening simultaneously. You know, it's one thing to go about it and just go with it and say, oh, it's life. And it's another to say, wow, what are the odds that this is happening to me at this time? And then it's all, you know, combined with everything. When it rains, it pours and you're not alone on that. Now, this is not coincidence. And I'll tell you why. As a Libra, your fourth house of home, which is everything that has to do with your family members, your, your emotional well-being, your foundation, that's been undergoing transformation since 2007. Hold that's on, hold start. on. That might have been past- when I got divorced. <laughs> no, I don't think it was. No, it wasn't. <laughs> okay, because, and in the last two years, you had your career sector and your fourth house of home activated when the North Node and the South Node were in Capricorn, and in, and in, in cancer. Okay. Let me tell so you there this. Has been- okay. I've had the highest of highs with the career stuff, but at the same Amazing. time, I'm balancing the lowest of lows, like as a parent and with the health stuff of my kids. And I think that's what me, because- made me realize I'm going somewhere. But so you're saying it makes sense when you look at these two houses. Absolutely. Because as a Libra, as a whole, when I'm looking at the sign of Libra and this can for sure work for you too, or if you have any personal planets in Libra, the North and the South node just recently just recently switched to Sagittarius and Gemini. At the time, the past two years, like you were mentioning, the North node, which is where we were headed, was in your career sector, while the South node, which is what you were letting go of and probably experiencing a purge, was in your house sector, which is family, sense of security, emotional foundation. But what you may not, you know, have seen at that time is that 
all of that emphasis going to cancer, which was in your career, that's also you as an authority figure. So you were also gaining insight as a parent. You were also growing as a parent, as a professional. And it was a time where you were just, it was a rebirth. But if you were experiencing all of that in that fourth house, and I know I keep going down and going up because I'm seeing the chart in my head, it's all normal and it's all part of it. And the chips are going to fall exactly where they're supposed to fall. Um, I think you being conscious of that transformation and leaning into it and surrendering to it is huge because that's when the universe works in our favor. If we trust that it's working in our favor, that's when it does work in our favor. If we stop, oh my God, everything's going wrong. I'm a cancer. So I, I felt the last two years really, really strongly, um, very strongly. That was, it was right around my layoff too, just to give you some context. So I had to start my whole life over. So we are, we all are going through rebirths. It's, it's really fascinating. There's so many specifics, right? I can be here all day with you guys, but it's all going to fall into place. It's all going to get better. Okay. Wow. I, I really needed to hear that. <laughs> yes, Thank she you. did. I'm really glad. So when, when Mercury retrogrades in other signs that are non-air signs, right? Like water, earth, fire, is the way that Mercury retrograde plays out different or is it just that it impacts those signs slightly more? Both. Okay. So when it comes to air, Libra is a cardinal air sign, right? Cardinal energy initiates. You guys initiate connections. You initiate the, you know, let me meet you halfway. How can we make this work? How can we create harmony in a situation? That is that cardinal air that is being activated during this retrograde because Mercury is in a cardinal air sign. If it were in a water sign, it would kind of be, it would be masked by those energies. So I feel like if you are familiar with the 12 zodiac archetypes, really combining that with the essence of Mercury, which is communication, mental process, day-to-day, uh, -day, I feel like water signs are a lot more um, subliminal, so to speak, because it's very, it's spiritual. It's, it's, it's more artistic. It's more emotional. It's water signs. If you guys have water signs uh, close to you or in your life, we I have to say, I'm like water, everything. I'm like overflowing water. We're very, we're, we feel things really deeply. Water is symbolic of emotion while air is the mind. Um, it's a lot easier for an air sign, let's say to move on and to say what they have to say. And then kind of say, like, all right, well, that's it. It's okay. You know, it's, it's over and done with while a water sign, even though they may appear as everything is okay, that water still kind of lingers. It's a different way of, of feeling and, and going about things. Yeah. Maybe I went a little off tangent there. No, yeah, that I, I'm just like a sponge. I know. What happens if your birthday falls during it? Mine is October 18th. Oh, nice. You know, it's interesting. I was going to even ask already. I feel like you guys have water placements because I know that you're Libras, but I feel like you guys may have like Mercury and Scorpio, Venus and Scorpio, especially if the mysticism stuff intrigues you guys. That means you guys do have water. I'd have to see your chart. But um, if it does happen during your birthday, basically that means that the rest of your year, your solar return, you have a Mercury retrograde. Now, that's oh, not no. for you <laughs> Well, wait, I'm it's looking okay. at it in a new perspective. Hold on. Yeah. Your birthday, your, your birthday lands when it's over. It lands when it stations direct, right? Okay. So yeah. it's still the first day it stations direct, right? You may be revisiting things this year. Things might come back around for a second look. 
you okay. know, you might notice things just, you might grasp things like, aha. I just feel like aha moments. It's Mercury retrogrades are about aha moments. That is such Nothing a positive to way to look at it. I love this. Like, yeah. because of what you, if you're, if there's any revisiting, like you will hopefully, potentially, especially because you are aware, self-aware, you, you will hopefully be able to be like, oh, wait, I sort of did this and this is what worked and this is what didn't. Well, and exactly. I'm, I'm a very logical person, so I always look for logic. So this, this gives me some of that, which helps Good. me get through yeah. stuff. It's funny because I feel like I'm the opposite. I'm I'm very emotional, and I, I, I I'm a, I'm a clairsentient. I mean, I I've been dreaming and seeing things since I was a kid. But astrology helped me see the logical side because as weird as it sounds, even though I am a very intuitive person, I'm a skeptic. It makes no mm. sense. I'm an astrologer and I'm a skeptic, mm. but I astrology validates my hunches. Astrology validates my feelings. If I feel a certain way, I'm like. Let me look at this. Let me look at the sky today. I could pull up my app. I'm like, oh, Mercury's retrograde or Mars is in my, you know, there's always a reason. My mom laughs. She's like, you always find a reason for everything. I'm like, well, it's what's happening. I can't help it. <laughs> it's the practical skeptic side of you. So <laughs> yeah. how about um, Mercury retro shade? Is that a thing? It's a slang. You know, it's kind <laughs> ah. of like the... You know, the shade is real because right now we are in the shade, right? We're in the pre-shad, we're in the pre-retrograde shade, which is we're getting that little bit of a, that fuzziness, that confusion in the air because we're like, oh, Mercury is about to station retrograde. So that shade is part of the shadow. But I also feel like the slang of it all is like, oh, your cell phone's not working, Mercury retro shade, or your ex <laughs> comes out of the woodwork, the Mercury retro shade is real. You know, it's kind of like that slang in a way yeah okay well yeah. that's that's helpful yeah how about um do other planets retrograde yes oh geez oh no <laughs> Any, just anything tidbits we need to know or be aware of so every year we have pluto saturn neptune retrograde and uranus retrograde i believe yeah every year Okay. Venus doesn't retrograde every year and neither does Mars, which that's really comforting because Mars is the planet of energy and action and it's our carnal desires and it's our sexuality and our assertion. And Venus is our money, our values and our looks. You know, whenever Venus is retrograde, one of the first things I write about or I tell like my followers is don't go get a makeover. Don't go do like this spontaneous haircut or, you know, Venus rules Libra. Libra, Libra is all about that. You guys are very, it's very hard to be mad at a Libra. It's the reality. You guys just, it's very hard to be mad at Libras. Very charming. You guys just have that. Taurus is also ruled by Libra. I'm sorry, by Venus, but it's beauty and it's relationship stuff. So those two, we don't have to worry about that much because it's every other year, but you go through the others every year already. Mercury retrogrades three to four times a year. Yeah. So this isn't our first rodeo. Maybe it's not in the same sign every year. It's definitely not going to be, but we go through it. Saturn, Pluto, those are the generational planets. Those are the planets that move a lot slower. They're very potent, but I feel like we don't feel the effects that much with, with the generational planets. The personal planets, Mercury, Venus, Mars, um, the moon doesn't retrograde, thank God, but yeah. Okay. Interesting. That's so interesting. Wow. There was something I was going to say. Oh, you said that Libras um, 
it's very hard to be mad at Libras. And I immediately thought to myself, Les might want to cut this out. I immediately thought, well, my ex-husband doesn't think that. <laughs> I mean, for me, and I'm like, you, like, it, you, it's just something you guys, you guys just have that, like, Libras are, it's the fatal charm. Like, that's how I call it. And I, I give. <laughs> fatal being the keyword, fatal. It's amused to me. I mean, it's amused for me of inspiration. I the energies and the way that they work. I I see celebrities in a different light. I see my day in a different way because I'm like, oh, the moon's in Libra. It's a beautiful day to you know. No wonder it's no wonder that it happens during the most charming season of the year. It's it's autumn. You know, the weather's nice. They call this cuffing season. People fall in love. It's Libra season. You know. So it's like, and then Scorpio season. It's Halloween. It's scary. It's spooky. It's intense. Like every season has its. Uh, it's highs and it's lows. Well, I tell you what, I'm wore out from being a Libra after the past two years. Libras <laughs> <laughs> so, so have been going through it for sure. Seriously, for sure. seriously. I feel, I, I feel that that's really it. I think that the main takeaway for Mercury retrograde for me is for everyone to really just not take it the wrong way, to not be so um, afraid of it and not be so influenced by you know, what the media says or what people are saying about it. Cause it's a great time for you to check in with yourself and to under, to look at things with, it's almost like you're putting on a new pair of goggles and you're looking at life different. So it's, it's an, it's an experience. It's a time to look at things from a different perspective and to slow down. Life is too fast. Slow down. Don't, you know, rush the process. Don't jump onto another project or, you know, rush through things. Take a step back. Mercury's slowing down and so should you. You know, speaking of slowing down, uh, that's a, one positive side effect for me during COVID is it forced me to slow down if there is any positive to that. And, um, but right. I wanted, it made me realize, did, was there something like, as you look back or before COVID, were there any kind of signs or things in place for a pandemic like that to occur? Oh, you're shaking your head. Yes. One percent oh astrologer well my mentor I still see her every now and then she's like my everything she's taught me everything I know she and I we were literally afraid like which I didn't want to say I didn't want to say that to people because that's not my style my mom kept like freaking out when I would tell her because she my mom's like don't open your mouth please don't say <laughs> I'm like well something's gonna happen you know it, there was just the, the aspects that we experienced during COVID in the past year, there were things happening that hadn't happened since, you know, the falling of empires. And, you know, we had the planet of destruction and regeneration, which is the planet of that's in that area that's rebuilding your foundation, Pluto, and Saturn, which is the planet of discipline, come together. Those are very tough energies in Capricorn. Capricorn is the sign of the government hierarchies. You know, the system, the system has broken down completely and it's being rebuilt as we speak. You know, not to get into politics, but regardless of what political party you are, we are in the middle of a, you know, we don't have to call it a pandemic anymore, but we're just, it's all coming down. It's all just collapsing. It may, people are speaking up, people don't like certain things, there's huge divides because before, you know, we can be reborn and before there is light, there has to be a little bit of dark. So unfortunately, and I'm not saying unfortunately, but I think that we're all here in this generation living through this because we're supposed to be. 
because we are here to spread light. All the babies that are being born now, they're all here to help us when they get older. You know, it's all part of it. It just keeps going. But it's been, and I also forgot to mention, Saturn is in your area of children, of hobbies, of, uh, you know, this is also happiness, joy. So like maybe if you felt, and this is all Libras, if Libras have been feeling a little bit grim or not their usual self, not chipper, you know, that's okay. It's, it's giving you a chance to kind of like go in and say, okay, well, what is my definition of happiness? What, you know, what does this mean for me? And that's also the area of children. So that's probably why things have been going on too, but that's, that's going to pass as soon as Saturn leaves Aquarius. So it's, it's cycles. It's cycles. I love that. I'm, I always like to try and find the purpose and the reasoning in things. And so I love that, although I'm sure it takes a little bit of a political bent, like I love that for me, you just gave me a little bit of a sense of like purpose and understanding for why the pandemic, you know, happened. Mm-hmm. And why we're seeing all that we are in t- today. Yeah. In the yes. world and in our country. There was a, a sorry, and I, again, I can be here all day with you guys, but there was a, an eclipse in cancer when that conjunction took place. Now, cancer is nourishment. Cancer is nurture. It's our health. It's also home. The North Node was in Cancer. Where did we all go? Home. We all went home. Oh my gosh. Wow. Now, what's crazier about this is that, yes, nobody wanted that to happen. I'm still, and I work from home, but I'm still like, God, I. how did we not know? And I get chills, but like in 2017, like we didn't know that that was like the last year, like 20 before everything was kind of going to get chaotic. It is sad and it is a little bit, it's hard on all of us, but the, the it's almost like the universe wanted us all to stop regardless of whether it be pandemic, which is horrible, it's a tragedy, you know, it's a global tragedy, but it's almost like we had to kind of stop, go inward and really look at the world and look at what really matters, which is home, it's family, it's our safety. The world was just at a hundred. Everybody was like, forget home, forget family. I need to go work, including myself. I was at, you know, my working with producers till 8 PM at night. I didn't care what time I came because I love to work. And it's like the universe was like, no, guys, this is what really matters. It's time to nurture yourself because it's it's just a new time. It's a new era that's starting. I love that. I do too. I do too. Wow. I could talk to you all afternoon. So oh my God, could just, I. With all this. Same <laughs> here. <laughs> so, all right. Tell us, Valerie, where listeners can follow you and also if they want to reach out to you how to do that okay you can follow me on instagram at valerie messa or on twitter mistaval instead of mystical and um you can email me at info at valeriemessa.com awesome and you were you were telling us because we've already inquired about if you take one-on-ones that you don't yeah. that you don't do it as much as you used to but people can email and if there's availability and it, it works out, you do, you are still seeing people. Absolutely. I have my uh, shop closed for the time being because I got some more writing and I was enjoying that and, you know, experiencing that journey. Um, but I am definitely still very open. It's still my calling and I feel like it's my duty. I have to make time to do readings every now and then. Um, so yes, as, as long as you email me and even if it doesn't happen right then and there, we can, you know, we schedule and we figure it out. And can you tell me really quick, yeah. like what, what an individual like reading or meeting would look like, like what you look at with a person. 
Because I, I really have, I, I'm making an appointment with you, but I have no clue what we're going to do. <gasps> right, but same. I know it's going to be great. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, so again, every astrologer is different. And it's funny, I feel like every astrologer needs an astrologer. I've worked with astrologers. I've worked with all types of light workers. That's very important. But for me personally, I like to focus on your your, 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 the qual, I like to uncover and unveil those qualities and those strengths that you may not know you have. I like to dig deep. I, again, I'm a cancer Scorpio. So, and I'm a cancer moon. I'm a Mars and Pisces. I'm like all water. So I go deep into the, you know, to the roots into the more spiritual stuff. I, t we talk about really what you want to talk about, but I like to just give, I like to empower you. I want to show you the bright side. I want to show you what you should be focusing on. Yes, there may be some challenges. We all go through them, but it's like the dark is the same thing as when you're in that incubation phase. It's the seed when it's under the dirt. Doesn't mean it's not going to bloom. You know, maybe the darkness isn't always exciting and scary, but at the end of the day, it's part of the evolution. We're going to go through those moments. And I think that that's, for me as an astrologer, something that I like to teach people is embrace the shadow, the shadow phase and the dark is not always, you know, something to be afraid of. On the contrary, you can do a lot of growing and a lot of uh, just get more aware of yourself during those times. And, you know, even with things that we were talking about earlier, for myself, I went through a dark period. I think we've all been, gone through dark periods in these past couple of years. We're all growing though, a lot. So it's really a conversation. Um, I'm happy to work with my client, however they feel, want to focus on career, if they want to focus on, you know, but self-love, self-empowerment, like that's, that's my uh, go-to. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to make my first appointment with you. Same. <laughs> you guys are killing me. You're doing what every Libra does. Stop. I am so glad we connected with you. Um, thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to shed some light on this. And really, I feel very kind of uplifted. Like, so do I. Yeah. I feel like I just went through a therapy session. I'm kind of excited about Mercury retrograde. Now. Me too. I am. Remind me that in like a week and I a half. I will. In a week and a half, I'll remind you. <laughs> This is so great. I'm so honored and I was so happy. I too feel uplifted and I love this conversation. I think you guys are amazing. Thank you so much again. Thank you. Thank you, Mallory. Thank you. We'll email you and follow up with her ideas for stories and connections and then appointments. Is that the best way to do it? Okay. I love that. Another day we'll just talk astrology whenever you guys want. Awesome. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Have a good day. Have a great one. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for joining us for the Happy Eating Podcast. I'm Briarly Horton. And I'm Carolyn Williams. If you liked this week's episode, then don't forget to rate and leave us a review on iTunes. And be sure to hit the subscribe button so you'll never miss a new episode. We can't wait to have you back at our table next week for a brand new episode. Bye. Bye. The contents discussed in the Happy Eating Podcast, such as advice, studies, text, graphics, images, and other material discussed or presented on the site or podcast are for informational purposes only. Content is not intended to be a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your mental health professional or other qualified health providers with any questions you may have regarding your condition. Never disregard professional advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on the Happy Eating Podcast. If you are in crisis or think you may have an emergency, call your doctor or 911 immediately. If you're having suicidal thoughts, call 1-800-273-TALK, that's 8255, 
to talk to a skilled trained counselor at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. If you are located outside the United States, call your local emergency line immediately.